You're listening to the program Youth Assembly on Click Niger Internet Radio, a conversation amongst young people about trending, topical, and political issues that concern the youth. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and watch us live on Click Niger. Welcome to Youth Assembly. How are you doing? I hope you're doing okay, just like we are right here in the studio. My name is Sylvia Ishewe, and today we are looking at uh, what the Nigerian government must do to lift millions out of poverty. What must they do to lift millions out of poverty? We intend to answer the question and proper solutions to solve the problems that Nigeria is encountering. Now, about 82.9 million people have been estimated to be living in poverty in Nigeria, according to the statistics published by the National Bureau of Statistics. Now, to tackle the problem of poverty, the government of President Muhammadu Buhari has set a goal of lifting 100 million Nigerians out of poverty by 2030, starting with 20 million million Nigerians within the next two years. The government hopes to achieve this with the activation of social investment schemes and recently the Economic Stability Sustainability Plan. Now, how can the government ensure that the targets to lift millions out of poverty is achieved? That is one question we intend to answer today on Youth Assembly. I am not alone. I am here with two gentlemen, Mr. Olufemi. Mr. Lufemi Shomoto is an advocate of good governance. Welcome, Mr. Lufemi. Thank you very much. And I also have with me Mr. Andrew Abu, who is a public affairs analyst. Welcome, Mr. Andrew. Thank you for having me. Okay. All right. So what do you think are the root causes of poverty in Nigeria? Let's start from, this, from the problem itself, Mr. Lufemi. Oh, thank you very much. Corruption is one of our major roots of uh, poverty in Nigeria because most often when those resources are being given to government agencies or MDAs, people in those MDAs don't disburse the resources, the funds to the targeted uh, population. Sometimes they divide some of those funds. So if corruption can be eliminated, siphoning of public funds can be reduced to the barest minimum, then we can actually fight uh, poverty or alleviate poverty. Then our educational system must also be uh, reformed. This uh, uh, system, system where this field uh, is all about certificate certification has to uh, completely be reformed. That uh, vocational trainings and among other things can be looked in. Mm. Okay, Mr. Abu Andrew, what do you think? Apart from corruption, what other thing is responsible for the state we're in now, the poverty um, cases in Nigeria, even after successive governments have come and gone and have initiated uh, policies uh, to alleviate poverty in Nigeria? It seems like it has not yielded results. What do you think, Mr. Andrew? Okay, so yeah, so I agree that um, corruption, corruption is a major is a major reason why it's one of the major reasons why we have poverty in Nigeria. Um, I'll also say that our population and the resources we have that sustain our economy also also that consciousness of people. Mr. Andrew, I can't make out what you're saying. You, you know. Hello. 
I, I think we might Sorry, have to recon... The, ne the network is Sorry, poor. Can you hear him loud and clear? Uh, not really. Okay. So maybe try and reconnect, uh, Mr. Andrew. And while you do that, we will take it from here, Mr. Lufemi. So other governments have come and gone. You know, they've adopted policies to alleviate poverty in Nigeria. And it seems like it has not yielded results. Why do you think so? Uh, like, 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 like I said earlier, one of the reasons why it has not yielded results is because uh, of corruption. If corruption is being fought very well in the past, by now we should have moved completely out of poverty. Sincerity of government that comes in day in, day out, how are, are they truly sincere? Uh, President Lucio Gobaso just established EFCC, ICPC. Successful government after uh, Lucia Gombasojo, what have they done to fight that corruption? So, if we are truly uh, to fight that uh, corruption, yes. So, if you are truly fighting corruption, by now, they shouldn't be, our poverty they should have reduced drastically. That's but there are so many measures have... by the administration to uh, fight corruption in, in Nigeria. Uh, and um, but, still, we are where we are. What, 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 what could be responsible for that, in your own opinion? Um, you know, the, the, the corruption in Nigeria is systemic. It's systemic that the next person is just waiting for an opportunity to come on board and siphon is or are. So our national orientation agency should do um, should embark on reorientating the people. It should be in a... Uh, uh, in what do they call it in our educational in our educational institution and corruption uh, oh, lectures and uh, a curriculum yes it should be in our curriculum that uh, even from primary school to to university even postgraduate uh, uh, degrees that everyone should shun corruption because uh, uh, the, the, the Bible says um, righteousness exalts a nation. So a righteous nation will thrive. In, in even nations that are not Christians, that are no uh, Muslims, in you can see you can see where they, the way they are thriving. If if our nation okay. will shun shun corruption and will move forward. Okay, uh, what yes. nations? What could they be doing right that Nigeria is not doing? Well, Mr. Abu Andrew, thank you for reconnecting again. I hope you can hear me now. Yes, I can hear you guys. Who, uh -huh. I, don't, uh -huh. I don't know. It's better. It's better now. The Vice President, Yemi Oshibajo, expressed optimism that with the activation no, but, of no, the... No, but, yes? I, I think I think it would be nice for me to make my conclusion on the root causes of corruption in Nigeria. Okay, you, okay. so continue on that line of thought. Uh, because, yeah, because I was, I was actually giving my thoughts on it when when you guys said you couldn't hear me. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so while I agree, so while I agree that corruption, you know, is a major, is one of the major reasons why we have poverty in Nigeria, I also hold the opinion that, you know, our population constitutes a large reason why the distribution of wealth across the country is also a problem. Unfortunately, Nigeria, Nigeria has, has almost a, almost a mono economy, you know, 
and it is very difficult it is very difficult for our resources to to go around the way it should and that in itself it's a problem that has created the level of poverty we have in nigeria also individuals family values and a whole lot of things around around those things have also contributed because you you cannot take away the fact that a lot of people are not ready to do certain sort of job and that constitutes a chunk of number of young men and women that are one not working or not earning any sort of living you know so we must put all those statistics in place to be able to come to that realization to that fact of why we are where we are and why we have the level of poverty we have then of course education inclusive because you have a lot of people that are uneducated that can barely understand how to go about what they need to do to fend for themselves you know so yeah so it's a mixed bag of so many things you know so yeah so you can you can okay Go ahead, Reed. Seems like somebody actually had your question on what the vice president said. We have a comment here from Constant Nosa Olutu, who says moral values is another um, root cause of um, poverty in Nigeria. So yes, moral values. Thank you, Constant, for your comments. And yes, we would like this to be interactive, sending your comments, sending your questions. If you have one, we have two guests here who will be able to answer, hopefully, all of your questions. Okay, so yes, back to my question about um, the vice president. So the vice president last week um, expressed optimism with that the activation um, of the economic sustainability plan and the social investment scheme um, that the goal of lifting 20 million people out of poverty in the next year is attainable. So do you share in his optimism, Mr. Andrew? Absolutely. So, okay. and, and you see, the social investment government came on board in 2015, and a plan, a, plan was, a plan was put in place for a social safety net for Nigerians that are, that are living below poverty level, okay? Now, in these programs, we have four programs, okay? Mm -hmm. We have four programs. We have the home road school feeding, the conditional cash transfer, the government enterprise entrepreneurship program, and, and the end power, okay? So, this, these are programs that have been running since 2016. And there have been an increase in the numbers of people benefiting from this program. So, like the, the conditional card transfer, for instance, yes. care of close to close to 10 million children in our primary school. Okay, now. It has a value change because you see these things are things that a lot of Nigerians are not even aware of or don't even understand how they work, how it works. So I would like to just break it down a bit. I won't take too much time, but I'll just do that. Now, the homegrown school feeding is a program under the social investment programs that takes care of students and that feeds students in our public primary schools. 
Now, this homegrown school feeding, the way the feeding happens, it has it's a value chain. The value chain is the food are sourced locally and produced locally by the farmers within the environment those programs take place. Then you also have the cooks that cook this food and take to the respective schools for supply, for distribution. Okay, so you have students who are benefiting, you have farmers who are benefiting, you also have the, the cooks who have been engaged. And I'll tell you that a lot of these cooks, before the programs even started, never had a bank account. Okay, mm -hmm. so we have we have a lot of programs in place that the government has put in, this government has put in place that is reaching out to people that ordinarily cannot afford to live in a certain way in the society. So mm. if this government, with the kind of will it has, unfortunately, unfortunately, in 2020, COVID, as it affected the whole economy of the world, came in, you know, so that plan of taking 100 million Nigerians in 10 years that started in 2019 got, got distorted a bit in 2020. But I know that if the will and the will and the and the and the and the plan of the government is put in place critically, it is doable for 20 million Nigerians to be taken out of poverty. And these 20 million Nigerians we are talking about are not people that are looking for white collar jobs let's let's be very clear because there are okay, people that are who are they who are these 20 million nigerians now, in your these, 20 million, these 20 million nigerians are the people that are ready to farm are the okay. people that are ready yes are the people that are ready to do certain jobs that we in quote refer as menial jobs do you understand right. but the most important thing is for people to be able to put food on the table for themselves do you understand? So we, we have a lot of Nigerians that wants to wants to run before crawling. We're not we're not we're not putting we're not putting those people into okay, so the question of what the government is planning on doing. Let's look at the plan itself. The social investment scheme. Uh, we had the the trader money and even the conditional cash transfer, like you mentioned. They, they've come on the now, uh, now all that Nigerians. Hold on, Mister Andrew. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Okay, let me finish. So they've come under scrutiny from Nigerians that many of whom have questioned the criteria used in selecting beneficiaries. Now you're saying people who are ready to do menial jobs and um, uh, yes, but are you satisfied with the methodology used by the government to select the beneficiaries? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know the? Do you know the methodology used is, is approved by World Bank? Do you know those programs are monitored by World Bank? Okay. You know, and those are the informations Nigerians don't have. The methodology used is a World Bank approved methodology supervised by World Bank because, because the World Bank has a chunk of funds they put into these programs. Okay? So, okay. and they are doing it, like you see, the, the homegrown, the, 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 trader, the, the trader money, the farmer money, the market money you just talked about, is being run by by African Development Bank. No, no, sorry, not African Development Bank. Um, it's being run by by one of these. Are, I've, I don't know. I've lost my trail of thoughts. Okay. And you all see right. those let's, let's, let's have to recover. Recover from, by, from it all. But let me. Bank of Industry. It's being run by Bank of Industry. 
what do you make of all of this? All of this, um, the social investment schemes, the method used, and is the criteria in line with the international best practice, which, uh, of course, uh, Mr. Andrew is saying yes is in line. What, what are your thoughts? Like he said, uh, mm -hmm. World Bank is supervising the disbursement of those funds. In fact, before now, I never, I don't usually believe that government uh, uh, truly do some of these things until I benefited from one of the program. Nisa Bank, Nisa Microfinance Bank is, dis, uh, is disbursing money to people who applied uh, either to individuals and private sectors. So I, I benefited from the uh, individual or home uh, household uh, fund recently, this January. I was giving 400 and uh, something thousand there. Also, I know of people who are in um, Nigeria Public Service Institute along Kuba Expressway undergoing training uh, under the Ministry of uh, Humanitarian uh, and um, Disaster Management. Uh, disaster Management. That's Empower. They are training those youth on how to. Uh, uh, to to do some uh, IT stuffs uh, that animation and uh, among others. So these programs are are truly uh, being carried out by government. It's just that most Nigerians don't believe that uh, government are doing this thing until it gets to them. So uh, like I also said, the uh, twenty million people uh, against uh, two hundred million Nigerians. It won't get to everybody. 20 million people, are, uh, that's a target in the next few years to lift out of poverty. Yeah? So, how about listening to what Nigerians have to say? You know, they have expressed op uh, opinions on this issue. What, what, what are they not getting right? Or what can the government take out from all of the complaints coming from Nigerians? We all know government cannot employ everybody. Hmm? Mm -hmm. What government needs to do is to create a enabling environment for business to thrive. That's one, uh, good economic and fiscal policies. For small or uh, small and medium scale enterprises, they are to uh, ensure that the, 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 the uh, new ones to enjoy tax holiday. The ones who are doing well, they should ensure that there's no multiple uh, tax system for them. They should also uh, give them loans where necessary. So these are policies that can uh, grow, uh, grow the economy, as well provide uh, social amenities, power or energy, and good roads. These are the things that can enhance uh, economic growth. So it's not just that the government can uh, employ everybody. So our people too must be sincere. They must be willing to work. They must be willing to uh, uh, learn uh, vocational, uh, vocational trainings and uh, uh, entrepreneurial skills. In fact, there is somebody here who has already said something on that issue. Uh, we have a comment from uh, um, Dennis Cho. He says Nigeria cannot get out of poverty until the concept Paper, the concept of paper, certificate, and qualification will be replaced with what you can do. Our orientation about education is paper-oriented, not practical-based. Government cannot provide jobs to the jobless, it said, and individuals can provide more jobs than governments. What do you think about this, this comment, Mr. Abu Andrew? Yeah, so I agree, I agree completely. I agree completely. We, 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 we take... There's too much emphasis on education in Nigeria. 
and that is why you will you will even see even in the even in government there are agencies that will tell you there are agencies that will tell you if you don't have two two and above you cannot be employed you know if you have a third class or any other any other or, or even hnd for instance they will not even touch you do you understand and you see all those things constitute to a lot of issues so i agree with him completely that we lay too much emphasis on paper qualification other than what an individual or group of persons can do you know because look government cannot take us out of the woods when it comes to poverty and we the earlier we we we, we agree and accept this fact the better for every nigerian the government like 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 my colleague said the government can only provide that enabling environment and the government is doing its bit some some years ago under the supervision of the vice president there was something introduced called ease of doing business now ease of doing business from the registration of your company down to the setup of the company and how government can intervene and assist you it made a whole lot of sense so now i don't necessarily have to know a lawyer to register my company with CAC, you know? So all those are policies that have been put in place that have made things very easy. And like also, like my colleague said, you know, if you don't, if these things don't affect you directly, you will never think that it is happening. Now I can speak on these things because these are programs that we are part of. These are programs that we, we, we were part of the planning and how it was going to work and how Nigerians are going to benefit these programs from. are sustainable? Do you, do you think they are sustainable? I mean, some people have the view that this social investment uh, programs uh, will take a toll on the government resources, that it, now, it's not now, sustainable. But in your opinion, what do you think? Is it sustainable? Now, now you see, you see the programs like this are not mm -hmm. going to go on forever. It just, it just okay. helps to cushion situations of a reasonable percentage of Nigerians. Like the Empower, for instance, is supposed to be a program that runs for three years for, for each batch of, of, of beneficiaries. Unfortunately, beneficiaries, it becomes a problem, you know? But these are information people that apply for comes because three years look like a long time. But before you know it, it is it has it has come and it has ended. So what such programs enable people to do is you acquire skills and you use that skill to to fend for yourself and also even create one or two employment you can create with the skill government would have given you over the period of three years. Okay. Mm. So but unfortunately, okay. Nigerians just enjoy the benefits of that stipend they collect at the period they enjoy being beneficiary of certain programs you know so we need to we need to we need to and, and i agree with the person that posted moral values we need to we need to really reorientate ourselves and understand that government can only provide certain things for you as an individual or as a society but government cannot sustain these programs that we benefit from for as long as people think it can continue to exist. Let's hear the opinion of Mr. Olufemi now. These monies, there are criticism about um, how meager it is to lift Nigerians out of poverty. It's too small. But what, are you, what is your perspective on this, Mr. Olufemi? 
like like we said earlier, my colleague and I had earlier reiterated it that government cannot uh, elevate everyone out of poverty. Government will do its best. And uh, government is trying. We but all know people, that. The people uh, who they can um, bring out of poverty, the money is being sent to them, like the conditional cash transfer and all. Is it, is it uh, enough to lift them out of poverty? That's the question. That's, I've just said it, that okay. government will do our own part. If government is doing our own part, individuals must also be willing to leave themselves out of poverty. If government, has, if government is giving you 10000 for a certain number of months, you should know that that money will not go forever. You should also be thinking outside the box to uh, do something that will give you sustainable income. If you are a public servant, you know that your salary is not enough. Government has also advised that civil servants should own small farms or garden. So they should do that. If you are uh, you you are into uh, small scale uh, businesses, you should not spend. You know, Nigeria we like to spend extravagantly. So we should also imbibe the culture of saving. Uh, yes, no, not all Nigeria. We should also imbibe the culture of saving. Now, people should also think of sources of uh, getting funds for their businesses. Most people don't think of sources of getting funds for their businesses. One of the most important sources of getting funds is personal savings. Then family. If someone has financial integrity, we know that if we give this person money, the person will return it. The friends and family will be willing to give him or her loan. People should also learn to join cooperative society, form cooperative society. If there are no existing one, look at your friends that are responsible. Bring them together. Do what they call adache or this uh, weekly or monthly contribution. So they can use some of those funds to uh, sustain or establish businesses. So government cannot do everything. Even the little that government have done, our people should be willing to expand it. If government has given you 10 naira, think of how you can turn it to 20 naira, from 20 naira to uh, 50 naira. So that is it. Okay, so, but many people uh, also have the view that the, the transparency, the lack of transparency is also an issue. You know, there's that perception. So um, how do you think the government can earn the trust of people so that they, they key into this program and know that they are Okay, now the one I uh, the one I, the loan I got from uh, Nisa Bank, yes. my details was collected, my BVN was collected. So now the, the government has a policy that uh, uh, information policy that if you come to them, they will give you the information you 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 are asking. To. Some of these banks, when people walk into those banks to require for information to know if truly all these people were given. They should open their books to the public to, to, to make them know, especially the media. So that media will do some of this job for them by uh, enlightening the people, disseminating to the people that this thing truly happened. So it will eliminate that uh, distrust and misinformation that is going uh, around. Okay. Mr. Andrew, what are your thoughts on transparency? Yeah. I, I like I like I like to add. Okay, so I'll just touch on I'll touch on the first question you asked him about the five thousand. How we how to multiply it, right? People out of poverty. Yes. Yes. Now, it will shock you to know that people you have a lot of Nigerians that five thousand naira 
is a huge amount of money for them. Mm. You know, I, I, I give you I give you a story in somewhere in the far north. I don't want to call the state. You know, when 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 they were doing the conditional cash transfer of five thousand five five thousand to the agent, a woman came with a bag of Ghana must go to collect the money. And, you know, people were shocked. As you came with two guys, people were shocked. And they were like, ah, what are you doing with the bag? And she said that she's here to collect her 5,000 naira. Now, this goes to tell you how people are in abject poverty in some part of the country, that they don't even know the worth of 5,000 naira. Do you know how many people 5,000 Naira have started a business for and are thriving and, 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 and the business is thriving for them? How much will it take for you to start selling Rostedium or selling maize and all those things? You know, so people have started pure water business in small scale with less than 5,000 Naira. You can start a shoemaking work or cobbling with 5,000 Naira, you know? So there are a lot of things. There are, you know, even, even, even cooking of Indomie, you know, for commercial, for, 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 for commercial purposes, you can start it with 5,000 Naira. So you have a lot of things this 5,000 Naira can get you to, to start doing, you know? But people don't look at these things critically. People just look at it at, at a surface level. What can 5,000 Naira do? Because as I am, 5,000 Naira cannot fill the tank of my car. So I will, I will always have that mindset of 5,000 Naira is next so to nothing because my data that I do within two weeks is not wow. But what okay. you see, you have a lot of Nigerians that this 5,000 Naira means a lot to them and they appreciate it. For each time they receive okay. that so alert, they are always grateful to government. Now, that you're now in terms of now, now, you know, now talking about transparency, that there is lack of it. Yes. Okay. What is your yeah? Your people thoughts, will please. always, people always, people will always be of perceptions, and the work of the government is not to is not to is not to be working hard to change people's perception. The work of government is to work hard to get people involved in programs. Unfortunately, you see these programs that the that that the government of the APC is running. That does not make the kind of news it should make. The people that benefit from it are people that are not on social media like you and I. You know? So let's get that fact straight. This government is doing a lot. They are touching the lives of people. And that is why people were shocked that in 2019, this government was voted back in. The people that constitute the larger population of votes are the people that been in the in the rural areas and that are not on social media or don't even have DSTV DSTV or even radio. They are the people that benefit from these programs, you know. So the program is not loud enough the way it should be on social media and mainstream media because the people that should propagate it are not people that have access to these things, you know. But well, okay. the statistics of transparency, look, I have, there are a lot of people in my village and village around that have benefited from this program without knowing anybody, you know. And this, and if there is anything this government has done, is to ensure that this program cuts across. In, 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 in previous administrations, in the last in the last administration where you had Shopee and you win, I knew what those people were doing. I applied for you win loan in twenty in twenty twelve. 
The reason why I wasn't giving was because by the time they checked, they discovered that I was a supporter of of opposition. And I was I was I was called upon and told that look, you are, you are qualified for this loan, but we're not going to give it to you because you are not supporting our government. But this government, this government has this government have provided. Okay, Mr. Andrew. Mr. Andrew, there are people who also benefited from that, the past administration. I'm uh, telling you, I'm telling you that. knowing people, and I have a relative like that. Okay, so yes. I'm telling you that you have more people like that. You have more people like that benefiting from this Let's move program. on to something else. Let's move on to, be, beyond the social investment schemes, what else can the government do? What must they do to lift millions out of poverty? Do you have any idea? There are a lot of things happening. There are a lot of okay, things happening. So there's, 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 there's Anchor Borrower Scheme in the TBN for farmers. There's the NISAL, NISAL small medium scale loan that is going on that he just talked about, which is to the tune of, to the tune of about 10 million naira if you qualify and, and if you have a business that can employ people. Because all those things are criteria put in place. Because small-scale small scale businesses are the businesses that can reduce the level of unemployment and also take people out of poverty. It is not the business of government to employ people or to take people out of, out of poverty. It's to create that enabling environment for people to key in and it will have a ripple effect on how people can be out of poverty. It is only in Nigeria and, 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 I, and, I, and I dare to say Africa where people, all, everybody's problem is put on government and not just government, on federal government. You know, a lot of states are not living up to responsibility but people are not even saying all these things. The work of the federal government is not to even start creating all these pro programs. It's just decades of it's just decades of how we have deteriorated in putting things that should benefit Nigerians. That is that is reducing the level of government to the point where government is coming up with programs to affect people directly. It is not the business right. of government Mr. to do all these things. Okay, Mr. Olufemi, now let's let's hear from you. Uh, what do you think the government can do beyond social investment funds to lift Nigerians out of poverty? Yes. There are a lot of reforms that government can embark on to lift Nigeria out of poverty. Like we, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I said educational reform. Our focus should be on educational reform now. We should start now. There is no time. It's not late if we start now. One, we should ensure that in our curriculum, people acquire vocational skills. I remember back in my secondary school days, we, doing, we did introductory technology uh, and uh, home economy. Now, they should expand the scope that everyone cannot get white collar job after graduation. It's not even necessary for everyone to go to university. There are some that are supposed to go directly to colleges, technique, technique, among others. So emphasis, on certificate should be discouraged. Skills should be encouraged so that people can, uh, out of their own initiative, introduce ideas, generate ideas that can truly bring them out of poverty. Aside that, we need Nigerians to also shun corruption. Like we said earlier, if we shun corruption in totality, if uh, anything is meant for 
an individual, it will get to that individual and the person you use it judiciously. Generation of power as social amenities is very, very important. Those people who are into small scale uh, enterprises, especially the vocational, uh, the, the, the artisans, the weathers, the tailors, all these people, they need power to do their business. It is frustrating when they cannot get power or energy to do their business. Some of them are to just uh, uh, purchase uh, a generating a generator, which may not even give them the quality of the service needed to, to carry out their work. So government need to focus on social amenities to truly bring people out of poverty. Hmm. Okay. In fact, I, I, speaking about curriculum, I, I read somewhere where somebody was suggesting that uh, let farming be introduced in all schools. Like every student needs to start farming and then <laughs> they'll take a test and, you know, do it like a proper exam. I don't know how that will work, but just an opinion. I, I, that somebody yes, it, all right. yesterday I was excited. Yes. Yesterday I was excited when I read in the news that the federal government will be employing 30,000 youth or graduate to embark on rural agric or something uh, farming so farming is very very important at least if you, there's an adage in yoruba that says if hunger is out of uh, one's quest mm, then poverty will reduce or it has reduced drastically so if we can reduce uh, if we can remove hunger out of it then Absolutely, people can think rightly. People can uh, be able to uh, come up with innovative ideas to uh, help in oh, you know, little contribution of each individual in the society uh, contribute largely to the economy or to the growth of the society. So if we can start it from individual, then it will accumulate into a national growth. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you let's, so much, let's, Mr. Let's, let's not also forget. Let's not also forget the interventionary program of this of this administration, powered by the Labour Ministry, to take seven hundred seventy-four thousand Nigerians out of poverty. Mm. Okay. So it is very important for us to mention this, and okay. it has started, and it's thirty thousand monthly for three months. So for three months, you get thirty thousand. It is left for you to do what you can do with it to sustain your livelihood and forth. Hmm. All right. It seems like, uh, Mr. Andrew, we're going to be contacting you to give us details on how to get all these monies. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mr. Andrew. Mr. Andrew Abu is a public affairs analyst. And also we had Mr. Olufemi Shomutun, who is an advocate for good governance. My name is Sylvia Ishebe. This show was produced by Ihoma UKJ, and we looked at what the Nigerian government can do to lift millions of Nigerians out of poverty. Thank you so much for staying with us. And remember to listen on www.clickniger.net. Bye, gentlemen. Have a fantastic day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for your time. You can drop your comments and suggestion and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ClickNiger. We're also on Twitter at ClickNiger1.